When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no holes barred. Hi, Laura. Hello, Victoria. How are you? <laughs> oh, well, we're on the source, aren't we? We are. This is, this is an evening record. It's an evening record. Oh, my God, you're doing rabbit sips. Oh, um, oh sorry. Do you want me to down it? Down in one. Chug, 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 chug. <laughs> a rabbit sip. I've never heard that terminology before. We are we are currently pretending to be within the realms of between Christmas and New Year. Yeah, it's all make believe, but um, we're getting there in spirit by drinking booze. Yeah, and um, I, God knows what's going to come out of my mouth. I'm quite scared actually to be recording this whilst having a drink. Good. I get, a little, bit, I get a little bit loose lipped. Does that when sound inappropriate? I called you a naughty little girl. I liked it. Did you? Yeah, make me feel. Sexy. <laughs> Although, you know, now, fun. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to lie, Laura, I reckon I use that Sonus clit simulator every day. Yeah, it's bad, isn't it? You? Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, Steve can be downstairs sometimes and I'm just going to quickly put this down. <laughs> and the thing is, do you not ever find yourself like, you're almost having a panic wank because you're like, oh my God, I don't want to get caught, I don't want to get caught, I don't want to get caught. <laughs> And and I don't, so, don't want you to be involved. I just need this to be over in the no, 100%. Minutes. Yeah, I don't want you involved. So don't walk in and be like, wow, what are you doing? Because I'd be like, get out, get out, get out. <laughs> I don't want to get caught. I want to do this in peace. So I'm thinking of um, setting up SAA, Sonis. Addiction Anonymous. Addiction Anonymous. Oh, my God. I S-A-A. love it. <laughs> I need it. I feel like I am the root cause of this overwhelming issue. You're my enabler. which I, Which I think means. Which means. I me. <laughs> yeah, that's the alcohol. Um, that I mustn't hang around with you. Just saying. Why? Because you're now sexually liberated. Well, yeah. I just it's so it's so easy to use. That's the, mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing with it. I think that's you why I'm using it, it so bath, much, Victoria. I know, but I was a bit scared. Can you do that? Yeah. It's what? Oh, yeah. I think. Oh my God. What if you can't? I know. I'm sure. Okay. It's got disclaimer. A little... Please read before you jump in the bath with that. I'm almost sure it's waterproof. Although, what a way to die. Yeah. <laughs> that would be all right. I wouldn't mind that. Just uh, not ideal that Rob would find me in the tub. Legs akimbo, either side of the bath. With, with a stimulator <laughs> fused to your clitoris. <laughs> oh, I can just see it now. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I've started it off with that, but I just had to tell you that. But the, the worst thing about it is that every time I do it afterwards, I'm like, thanks, Laura. You pop into my head I love after I've had an orgasm. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you know how many women have messaged us to say, I, I thank you? 
I know. We've actually had a message from one lady who said that she has never had an orgasm in sex with her partner. She didn't even know if it was possible. And she bought a sonar. I call it sonar, sauna, whatever. 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 Whoever fucking cares. (laughs) She bought one and she said, I've established I'm actually a squirter. Oh, yes, yes. She's squirting the sheets. I love it. Yeah, she said that she is so thankful because her sex life has gone from being something that she absolutely hated to fucking loving because she's got a little old sucky, sucky Sue on her nooney, nooney, (laughs) noo. So if you haven't got one, ladies, you need to fucking invest in one because they are just so well worth it. But maybe they'll be in the um, Boxing Day sales. Who oh, knows? Well, Boxing Day will have been and gone, love. Oh, yeah, shit. And, uh, Super the late. New Year's Day, Day sales. sales. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Right now, people that are listening are going to be in between that stage of like utter euphoricness and confusion confusion because they just don't really know their ass from their elbow they don't want to have sex because they've eaten too much food but uh with a lilo sonar (laughs) you'll always want to orgasm without your husband you don't have to think about it you do not have to think about it it just just does it all for you doesn't doesn't it it all for you it's nice little button involved so yeah it is the new year laura how are you feeling about 2021 well it's not the new year victoria which is the the quandary we had last week it is coming we're on the cusp of um you know i actually remember saying in 2020 do coming into 2020 do your worst and I do believe that 2020 well and truly did its worst. Absolutely. So I take back every single fucking word that came out of my mouth. Why would you do that? Well, because nothing has ever equated to literally the worst until this year. <laughs> it's true, right? <laughs> and it's like, fuck. Okay, so oh, don't say sorry. that again. Don't, don't say that again. In fact, is, is this whole pandemic your fault? Potentially. <laughs> um, how are you feeling about New Year's Eve? What do you do normally for New Year's Eve? Do you celebrate or what? We were with, oh, it's a real variety, real variety show over here, Victoria, uh, because we will either have people over, my family, or we'll, you know, just, no, actually, we always have people over. We always do something. We either dress up or whatever. What about you? You love a bit of dress up, don't you? Oh, I love a dress up. Always in the bloody fancy dress. Um, what do I do? So historically it's always been a quiet night for me i tend boring cunt i know i'm sorry i tend not to do anything i used to always get ill on news on news eve love i think for eight years running i had tonsillitis fucking hell that's (laughs) an absolute kick in the badge it really is but since we've had kids as well we don't even stay up till midnight babe oh good oh my god we make our children stay up till midnight do they're you? Like they're like that. Mama, please. I'm like, you will fucking stay up till 12. Really? Obviously, I, I'm not threatening. I, that was a joke. But yeah, yeah, yeah. The kids stay up till midnight. Oh, Toby what? is, Toby, I don't, I think he's made it one year and then all the other years he's climbed up onto my lap and fallen asleep. Yeah, there's absolutely no way that I'm doing that with my kids. I get very paranoid about bedtime and they're, so, they're too well, little. Do you know what? Steve and I literally almost orgasm at the thought of our kids going to bed at midnight because they wake up at 10 o'clock the following day. It's fucking lush. Oh, yeah. But you know you know what my luck's like. I would put them to bed at and then they'd fucking be up at half five, wouldn't they? Yeah, you and they'd be absolute cunts for the rest of the yeah. day. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. because the whole evening, I don't even know how to enjoy it, to be honest. Yeah, no, okay. The fact that you don't bring the new year in, darling, that's potentially why COVID has fucking happened this year, because of you, you can't. Because I'm a miserable cunt. 
Uh, but it has been all round an absolute cunt of a year, hasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, it has been. There's no denying mm. it. I think every single person that I know has been affected in some way, yeah. shape or form. Some people a lot worse than others, but, yeah, you know, we've all had a hard time. It kind of, it's not over either. You know what, guys, anyone listening that's going, I'm really looking forward to a 2021 boost, just make sure to come to Victoria. She'll go, because it's not over. <laughs> just so you know, to put an absolute boot in it, if you think it's done, you are far from it, my friend. <laughs> you might as well just go to bed at half eight on New Year's Eve, because nothing's for happening. a reasonable hour. And you're already going to wake up. fresh as a fucking daisy on New Year's same Day. Shit. That is part of my theory as well. So I, I generally don't drink on New Year's Eve as well, because I like to go into the new year psychologically with just like a fresh mind and be okay. like and a then clean drink slate two days later no um, i'm always pretty healthy in in um january not like as a any sort of resolution oh, i was gonna okay. ask you that do you do yeah. new year's resolutions no i used I, to I but no I, I a long time ago but i fuck them off now they are toxic they yeah. are outdated they are archaic and they were created by men to make women <laughs> feel bad about themselves no, I don't like New Year's resolutions. Oh, this is pissing me off. I don't I don't follow any dieting things, any body mm-hmm. transformation things. I don't follow anything like that me on neither. Instagram at all. If I go into my um, discovery bit, you know, where you yeah. just close your random stuff, the whole fucking thing is just picture after picture of women working out or women in their transformation all women as well yes. transformation photos food photos keto diet all this bullshit it's like i don't care i don't mm. want to see it i'm not interested in it i'm not going to follow it and it, it's not going to brainwash me into thinking that i have to do any of those things just because it's the fucking new year yeah, because it's a fucking new year. Because it's the fucking new year. Yeah. And I just said it's disgusting. And I don't mean that like all oh, those women are disgusting. You know what? I have like the biggest respect for women who go, I'm going to get up, I'm going to get moving and I'm going to change who I am. But only if it's for you and it's not because you think that you're shit the way you currently are. Like you can't do that. You've got to have this like really positive mindset of being like, I want to do this for me yeah. but I already know I'm good enough because otherwise it won't make a difference no exactly so that's why I tend to be quite healthy in January mainly because I've massively overindulged by the mm. end of the year by like November I'm like fuck it with food yeah. and exercise and Slapping I just butter on an apple big time and yeah. just <laughs> so so many wheels of brie I think I'm on the third one in as many weeks it's getting out of hand when I think of a wheel Victoria I think of literally an old wheel that would be attached to a tractor and that, so when you say a wheel of brie are I we say, talking a tractor wheel or as big a, as my face as big as my face it's a lot yum. of cheese all right yeah it's delicious but cheese is rich oh yeah and it's not so good for the arteries all right we've got some um well on that note we've actually got some cheese being delivered to us tomorrow mate i had my cheese delivery today <sighs> hello have you had the brie with the truffles in it no no <laughs> no that was a lot more extravagant than it was meant to be no is the answer i think you'd cream your pants would I've i kind of got an idea of what your palate is like is it crumbly or is it hard 
No, it's neither. Smooth. It's a smooth. So what they do, I was a Reddit today because <laughs> we sent a box of this cheese to my to my in-laws and um, Rob's mum messaged him and said, John ate all of that cheese with his eyes closed. <laughs> It, which just really made me laugh. It was so delicious. He couldn't even open his eyes. He was like, <laughs> my mind is being blown. Oh, my God. So they, they take the black truffle and they mix it with mascarpone. And, oh, good. Um, what was the other thing? How do they mascarpone put that in a camembert? And, cream. and then they split the camembert in half, take it off, like, so, you know, it's like a big round tractor wheel as you like to say take mm-hmm. take it off and then spread it all in the middle and then put the brie the other the, put it sandwich it back together so you've got like this massive brie sandwich of like oh brie truffle butter <gasps> brie it's it's insane i don't like to muck around with brie because i feel like that could potentially no, do I, but it's the catapulted the delicacy it into a new atmosphere of amazingness i would wow, highly recommend so it words. it's from hello cheese <laughs> hello cheese hello cheese <laughs> do they deliver down south they do the great little company in fact i think they might be based you down stop shouting businesses out because i look a right fucking company. i know i do all the time don't ask sauce babes oh, just uh, you know just supporting uh, fyi mcdonald's drive-thru is really great <laughs> <laughs> don't talk to me about mcdonald's you know i think it's disgusting well, I don't give a flying fuck. I had it at lunchtime. Did you? Such a scrubber. I ordered a Big Mac and I got a double Big Mac as a mistake. I was well chuffed. I got home. I was like, holy yeah, fucking right, shit. A mistake. As it, as it, no, genuinely, I was over the fucking moon. I got home and I opened the bag up. I was like, oh my yes. God, boys. Boys, sit down. Mummy's got a really big treat here. And it's all for me. I'm just going to take this upstairs with my sonus and have a really excellent afternoon. Just to bog down the stairs, I'm supervised. It's fine. Oh, shit. They missed that whole story. They won't get the reference. Yeah, yeah. I put two mattresses down the stairs today while I was sober and completely in control of being a mother and let my kids toboggan down it. Because what else are you going to fucking do when you're in tier four? We're tier four, babe. Oh, yeah. We haven't even mentioned that. We're so far We're into it. We're four both tier wankers. four slags. Can't yeah. believe it. Devo. Um, so, Vic, do you have a, a New Year's resolution? Like, do you genuinely have one? No, I don't. I don't really set it out like that. I just kind of go into go the new the year. I go with the flow, but I go into the new year with just trying to have a really positive outset. Oh, that's wow. it. Here comes the cunt. That's it, really. Here comes the cunt. <laughs> I, I needed. I should have lined up as a little life slogan for you, yeah. shouldn't I? If only I had my bottle of water. Remember the one that was like. <laughs> Well, I can't even remember what he said. Wait, do those... To reach your maximum, wasn't it, like, potential from a Drink bottle of fucking water? water. <laughs> I need that. Um, yeah, just just have a positive outlook. And I think it is important to have some sort of goal, but just make it realistic. Yeah. So I think, like, my goal is kind of just to be... No, I don't know. I don't even have one. I'll have to think about it. I mean, that's an anti-climax if ever there was one. Wow, I'm so, so, so pleased I asked. I'm so inspired. So, I'm so, so inspired. I feel like a different woman off, off the back of that conversation, Vic. <laughs> Fucking hell. Have you got one? Uh, no, survive, actually. Survive, that's a good one. Yeah. Survive. Right, and I'm just going to copy your <laughs> Oh my God, hang on a minute. Did we just actually have a moment where I was on top and you were taking it from underneath? <laughs> I think so. I think it happened. <gasps> I'm ending Enjoy 2020 it. on a real high right now. 
no dirty dancing and fucking the piano moment here okay nobody puts baby in the corner yes yeah, surviving and I also think like the one thing that like I feel so impassionate it's not not a word by the way impassionate I know that darling yeah <laughs> The thing that I'm so passionate about is just trying to emphasise the importance of not needing to change to fit in. No. No, if you you can always make positive change, but it's stuff that has to benefit you. What outcome are you hoping for? Yeah. Because if you genuinely on the hand your the hand of your heart, the hand is honest your heartest. <laughs> if it is so betrothed to you that you are so sure that what you're about to do if it's the diet if it's the cosmetic surgery like there's nothing wrong with any of those things but it's just making sure you don't punish yourself throughout that process and then beyond yeah and also if you if if like that's the thing with going on diets and whatever we talked about this before it's like i just feel like they're really set up for you to fail they are self it's a lifestyle change no it fucking isn't gloria A lifestyle change is not going to a room full of fucking women standing on a set of scales and you telling me that I've put on five fucking pounds in a week now. Fuck off and sit down, you fucking bitch. <laughs> can't stand it. Uh, but also, lifestyle change. Yeah, well, so you have to be committed for life to always having a calorie deficit. Cause that, is, that is any, yeah. that's the basis of every single fucking diet ever yeah. that gets plugged to you. That is the basic thing. And also that lifestyle change is centred around shame. Yeah. And Mm, I'm telling you now, mm. calorie deficit equals hungry. Misery, miserable cuntbag-itis. Miserable cuntbag-itis. We should have that put in the dictionary. You know what? That's my goal for 2021. Miserable cuntbag-itis being put in the dictionary. (laughs) Let's make it happen, Oxford. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now we've cleared up the fact that neither of us have got New Year's resolutions other than survival. Shall we have a little story? I would absolutely be enthralled by the story, yes. Do it. Shall I go first? I would love you to. Oof. Okay. We went away for New Year with a big group of friends and stayed in a lovely old house in Wales. There were six couples, but there were only two bathrooms, so the mornings were quite busy. <laughs> like this story makes me laugh so much. When it was my turn for a shower, I decided to have a morning poo, but the flush was broken and I didn't realise. I knew one of the guys was waiting to use the shower straight after me. And I totally panicked and just found a little plastic cup on the side of the sink and scooped the poo out of the toilet and then scurried back to my room. What with the cup of poo? Oh, it gets better. Obviously, I then realised that I had a cup of poo in my room. Where was her partner? I don't know why I didn't just tell my partner what I'd done, seeing as he was in the room. But How I got... did she smell? <laughs> it gets better. But I got totally irrational and went into panic mode. I decided to put a sock over the cup. <laughs> because I was worried about the smell. Yeah, like a sock's going to stop the fucking stench of a turd coming through, mate. And then I just had this cup of poo in a sock. <laughs> What's that over there? Don't touch it. <laughs> I was trying to work out what the hell to do with it. I went downstairs, cup in pocket, 
flustered about as everyone was making breakfast. It was breakfast hall as well. I mean, how fucking obnoxious. <laughs> I made an excuse. I needed to get some stuff from the car and dashed outside. There were other people also getting bits from their car, so it's still in panic mode. I just threw the cup over a dry stone wall, only to realise it was somebody's back garden. <laughs> Fucking nightmare. Had palpitations for the next few nights that some farmer would come storming to the house with my poo cup and asking me to it I know it's yours. I'd <laughs> thrown it in his garden. Oh, my God. <laughs> that story. I think that that's my. I think that might be one of my favourite stories that we've ever had. <laughs> I can just. I can feel her panic. I would be the shit cupper, but the thing is, 100%. I would openly say, "Oh my god, Steve, look!" <laughs> like run into the room, like I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> I called him before when my poo won't flush to the toilet. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Oh, what it's do the we- worst. It won't go away. It's so stressful. Oh my god, I just remember something that happened to me, and I've been meaning to tell this story for a while. Oh, and this is a very similar scenario. But so this happened when I was about twelve. Okay, and I went to my first ever like party when I was in year seven. So from a social point of view, it's a very important, significant moment, Big. isn't it? That's in like huge. A year seven. Oh my god! <laughs> social life. And <laughs> I'm laughing already, and I don't even. Oh, it's so bad. And I. I never used to shit when I was a kid because I had a really bad diet. I didn't really eat a lot of vegetables or anything like that. So I would maybe go to the toilet once every four days, something like that. And when a poo was coming, it was like, mate, this is happening and it's got to come out. It's a torpedo. It's a torpedo, but they were always like massive logs and really rock hard because I had zero fibre in my diet. Yeah. (laughs) So I had the urge and was like, fuck, I'm going to have to go to the toilet. I don't even think I swore then. Probably would have said, golly, I I need to go to the toilet. (laughs) I definitely swore then. I was well arsed. So I went into the bathroom and it was an internal bathroom. So there was no window. There was no natural light. It was just a light switch. And it was a sliding door that was really rickety and the, ki- and the kids have just been kids and fucking about. And they turned the light off when I was like mid-poo and were rattling the door. So I was just spooked because I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing a poo at a party. And oh, they're going to find out. And it's just going to be awful. So I kind of finished my business. And then bear in <laughs> mind that I don't, I, ne- I, I don't really sit on a toilet seat that I don't know. I crouch yeah. over it for the fear of germs and other yeah. such, you know. My, my mum told me you get tuberculosis, which, by the way, is not true. So, <laughs> fucking toilet. <laughs> Laura, don't ever sit on a toilet because you could get tuberculosis. She must always hover. And I'm like, but I'm pissing all over my legs. Mate, I think this explains why you also use your lips as a thermometer. <laughs> Don't you death my mother. Has got her medical advice from so a medieval much. witch. <laughs> okay. It was her mother. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> right, so I'd done my poo. The light had been switched off. And then I was going back to the door and they switched the light on, opened the door. And then this kid who was outside just pointed at the toilet. <laughs> was like, oh my God! Gigantic nerd on the toilet seat. (laughs) And it was massive. It was like a fucking German sausage. (laughs) I shat on the toilet seat. 
<laughs> and I was obviously so mortified, so fucking mortified. I couldn't even move. I could barely speak. <laughs> and do you know what I? <laughs> do you know what I tried to say as an excuse? <laughs> I was like, oh, I took a mini roll into the toilet and I just left it there for a joke. I don't know what you're laughing at. And then like ran over and just like literally punched it into the toilet. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm crying. <laughs> the anxiety and stress of that moment woke me up for about five years. I wonder you fucking social anxiety making for me from that night. <laughs> I'm going to wipe my eyes and cry. From doing a fucking mini log. A chocolate log on the toilet seat at a party. I Wouldn't advise it. I'm doing a fucking mini log. Did they even believe that? Did they believe that? You know what? It gets blurry from that point. I, th- I think it's the trauma. You blacked out. You basically blacked out. I blacked out. I don't remember how I got home. You probably need therapy to unlock what happened after <laughs> But do you know what? I buried it. I buried that so far deep down inside me for such yeah. a long time, and then just obviously all things podcast just make me reflect on the past. And it was one of the things that popped up, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I, I, I must admit, that. I've had I've had uh, pissy situations when I was a kid. I was a serious pisser, so I don't know. I just think I always left things to the last minute. And I remember going to a party and pissing my pants and um I mean it would be okay if I was like five but I think I was maybe 10 or 11 I've never forgotten how upsetting that was but mate <laughs> nothing nothing will ever top you shitting on the toilet seat at a year seven party it's like yeah I don't know how anyone recovers from that socially really you don't you, you don't, don't do you? you that's probably why you have such horrific trauma around it's so true that's terrified of shitting on the toilet seat <laughs> and someone pointing it and laughing <laughs> oh my god look what she's done so funny Ooh, right we need to pull ourselves together yeah, that was such a lull. Thanks for sending in that one. That definitely, I relate to it. I don't have a story, but I do have an update, <gasps> which I thought would be quite a nice one for us to have. Oh, yes, go on. But on the ending of this year. Hello, ladies. Little update for you. Now, this is the lady that messaged us to say that she loves travel wank two to three times a week. Oh, yeah. But isn't getting it from her partner and doesn't know how to mention it. My partner and I got pretty drunk together on Saturday night and we had a little chat. The next morning, as my partner gets pretty frisky when he's hungover. Who the fuck gets frisky when they're hungover? Oh, I do. I just want to vomit up my arse. Depends what stage I am of the hangover. But sometimes, mm. um, yeah, it's quite nice. Because you're all, like, heightened, aren't you? Like, oh. If I'm, I'm drunk, yes, but not, not, not on the It can down. make you feel better. And it will release loads of serotonin, so it makes you feel better. I'd much rather eat a bag of crisps. Uh, we, talked, <laughs> we talked about the fact that I watch porn and how often we both masturbate. And we've both decided to use my bullet during sex in the future to make sure I get my orgasm. Uh, he said, even if he finishes first and it doesn't quite work the way that it should, he is quite happy to sit and watch me finish off. Absolute vibe. And then she said, thanks so much for your advice. You gave me the courage to speak to him about it. So incredibly grateful. Oh, that's amazing. I love that update. I love the fact that they've given that update. Scott, have you actually proposed to Jane? Um, That's the only Okay, well, I've got another update for you. Oh my God, have you? And it's about Scott and Jane. Oh, guys, the news just in. Scott did. Did propose to Jane. Yes. How lovely is that? Yeah. Oh, Jane and Scott, congrats! Oh my God, it's beautiful. Can um, we come to the wedding? Yeah, I feel like we are actually res- 
responsible for it. Oh my god, did he do it while they were listening to the podcast? No, so he did it. I oh, think he friend. did it the <laughs> Oh well you've written that one. I think he might have done it the week before. He did it on the fourth. I don't know when that, that thing went out though. Oh my lord. What an absolute babe. He's ticking all the boxes. Hiya Laura Victoria. Finally caught on the podcast yesterday and was bloody surprised to hear my name. Bless him, he's such a soppy git, but love him to bits. He knows I love the podcast. I said to him as soon as I heard the name Scott and knew it was him. He actually proposed last Wednesday on our fourth oh. anniversary and oh. I said yes. Oh, oh my god, Scott. It's so lovely. Yay. What a happy ending. I know, beautiful. Look at all these little updates. Yeah, the, and you know, I've laughed so much today. I feel like I might have dislocated something in my spine a little bit. <laughs> What from today? From laughing right at now. the poo stories, yeah. Oh um, my god, so, so funny! And, what a way uh, to end twenty twenty. What a way to end it. And we've had that lovely update from the orgasm lady and Scott and Jane are getting married. I mean, could it get any better? Twenty twenty one is looking up. It's looking up. I mean, let's not get too hopeful. No, we won't get too excited. We're gonna have to lower our expectations. Corona is bit. still in the air, big time. But um, yeah. you know, it's nice to just find the little positive things, isn't it, to cling on to? Yeah. These a bit like your tries. shit on the lid. <laughs> a bit like my turn on the toilet lid. <laughs> okay, I've got another story. My sister has been nagging me for weeks to send this story in about the time I almost killed my mum in Anne Summers. We were browsing the aisles and came across the loop section. There were so many flavours and I started using the testers. I think I tried banana, vanilla, the usual shite. And then I came across the cherry flavour. Not a massive fan of cherry. I said, Mum, have a try of this one. And being a total cunt, I squirted a massive amount of it on her palm so that she had to eat the lot. <laughs> oh my God, Jobs, what is it? Me, cherry apparently. Mum, that tastes nothing like cherry. 30 seconds later, Jode, my throat's hurting. Me, <laughs> Stop being a fussy fuck for fuck's sake. <laughs> Mum, Joe, I can't breathe. It's it's burning. Quick, get me outside. Get me a drink. I can't breathe. I was pissing myself at this point, thinking she's being such she's making such a fuss. But I got her a bottle of water from a nearby shop. I went back into Ryan Summers and realized I'd given her a handful of cockwash that was cherry scented <laughs> oh poor mum poor old mum Jones, <laughs> you absolute bitch <laughs> I would have done the same thing though to be fair I would have found that whole thing absolutely hilarious you, you, yeah I mean I wouldn't have even been able to have walked especially when I'd realised it was cock scented <laughs> would you take your mum into oh. Anne Summers no no would you with Trish <laughs> Absolutely. I told you, she put on the family WhatsApp group. We were just talking about Christmas presents and then Trish just drops, oh, I need a vibrator if anybody wants to get me one, like on our family WhatsApp no. group. No. Yeah. <laughs> but Trish, you dirty whore. You could well, have just you know asked me. Her, mate. I know, mate. Sonus. But then can Trish. you cope with the idea of your mum absolutely rocking her socks after that? Morning, 100%. I feel like she deserves it. She's had four kids, love. She's had four kids, mate. She deserves yeah. it. Um, she deserves so, yeah, it. I should and not only has she had four kids, she was doing her um, pelvic floors and her ass off. Incorrectly. 100%. <laughs> that poor bitch deserves an orgasm. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I went into an answer. No, I know. It's not... Did you, I don't know. I never really went shopping in, like, sex shops. Mm, I did a couple. Oh, I'm sorry. Am I boring you while you fucking yawn? <laughs> it's the wine, mate. 
<laughs> it's my. I look so red. I'm just like one red beetroot. That's I feel red. I have a drink. You don't look it at all. You know, I'm actually just for reference. I'm actually sat in a Christmas onesie. She is. She which is, is totally festive. not appropriate when you listen to this because it will be post Christmas. No, it's fine. Yeah, Christmas stretches out until the 1st of January, sure. Yeah, but we've both established by this point we want the fucking tree down. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God, my tree is so dead. Is yours dead? No, you bought yours quite a bit after mine, didn't you? But the amount of people that have said that theirs have dried out really quickly this year. Yeah, mate, it's what happens when you buy it on the 23rd of November. Yeah, I think that is it. But I, I also I also think that maybe even the trees are fucked off with this shit. Probably. Like, just seriously, let's get this done, guys. We know what's going to happen. You're going to throw us in the fucking garden and we're going to go in the bin. We you grew for it. nothing. We grew for nothing. <laughs> uh, my bushes calmed down a bit as well. I remember I got it waxed the other week and it was looking like a black turkey. It's looking, it's looking more acceptable now. Good. Dare I say, attractive. Oh, hello. <laughs> Have you worn your bath yet? I haven't. Oh, Victoria. I just, you know... You're just so feeling all of my time having orgasms on my own. I know. Like, mate, there's no need for me to have sex anymore. I I told you there's no requirement for Rob when you then have a summer. I don't need him. I really don't need him. He wore another obnoxious hat. I (laughs) sent you a picture, didn't Mm. I? Oh, yeah, and I didn't like it. No. (laughs) I couldn't get it. I mean, I was really angry. You were outraged by it. Um, If he just if he keeps up this hat business, then my vagina is going to seal over. But do you not find when you have sex with it, there is definitely another level of like the the hat. No, definitely not the hat. hat. Robbie, that hat. Yeah, that would absolutely be kill the vibe. I'd rather shit on a toilet seat than have that hovering over me. And I would much rather watch you taking a shit on a toilet seat. Oh, yeah, no, when you do have sex with the sonos, yeah, it's, it's amazing. Mm. It's brilliant. It just makes everything good. It's just all round. It's just an excellent device. We need to stop talking about it because we're not fucking being paid for it. <sighs> I know. One day. One day. Yeah. Um, One day. Should we have another story? Uh, yes, please. Oh, this is so poo heavy, but should we just commit to the poo vibes this week? We can do. All right. Hang on, this... no, because my story wasn't poo, was it? So that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. All You're right. just poo heavy. I'm poo heavy, so I'm really poo heavy. That's okay. Oh, oh yeah, she starts off by saying this. Um, I'd just like to say I was taught to use my lips as a thermometer at a job I had in my early 20s. Thank you very much. What? I didn't have a fever, but it's worked on my kids since then. Mm. Yeah, whatever. All right, here goes. I'm telling you now, Victoria, the next time your child has a fucking temperature, you put your lips to them. I will. It will gauge it. Edith felt a bit warm the other day and I did and I was like, what am I doing? I don't know what what am I even feeling for? (laughs) My plan is working. (laughs) Her children will have collapsed lungs too. Um, All right, here goes. She she says, I've never told anyone this story ever. So we are literally hearing. This feels amazing. This is the first time these words have been spoken out loud. To be honest, I don't think I've ever told anyone the, the poo on the toilet lid story. Not even Rob. I only told Rob because of this podcast. Like, I don't think I would have... I don't think I, I would have Mate, volunteered that story. That is... <laughs> I've, been buried, I've been buried, though, so I'd forget Yeah, first day. Hey, you know what? I want to tell you about this time when I went to a party in year seven and the kids are fucking around with the white 
<laughs> and I, I curled one out on the toilet lid. Oh my god, I was so crazy about that. And I was so like concentrated back then because I didn't have enough foam, and it was basically like a massive fucking arm of a <laughs> <Yeah>. child. <laughs> it was an arm. It was a pooey arm. <laughs> it's just a mini roll, mate. That's a fucking Arctic roll, love. It's all a mini roll. <laughs> it looks exactly like an Arctic roll. Oh my god, that's too funny. Oh, those are the days. Um, right, so one Halloween night in my early 20s, I triple booked myself with working a shift, unpacking my new apartment, and going out into the city for some fun. I decided to pop one of my Supo Turbo Energy supplements I use for working out at around 6 pm. I don't know if that's like a euphemism for um, drugs. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. Anyway. Speed. I hadn't eaten much and was dressed head to toe as a blue fairy with blue wings and glitter all over my face and body. I get to my destination in my clunker of a car. I park on the city street and spend a couple of hours slinging back cocktails on an empty stomach and hopped up on artificial energy. I get in a couple of hours and start having stomach problems so I leave the party early. I would have gone home but I was a bit too tipsy to drive so I thought I'd camp out in my car for a couple of hours. I must have fallen asleep because by the time my stomach revolted, it was dark on the street with no one around. I started getting terrible cramps and had the sudden realisation that I had to shit myself. I was in a shady area with no one around at 3am and still a bit toasted. Dressed as the perfect blue fairy, I panicked and scrambled around for the only receptacle I could find, a plastic shopping bag. <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of poo receptacles today. I proceeded to hoist myself up from the driver's seat, still trying to make it look like I wasn't doing anything weird, and poo into a plastic shopping bag <laughs> or dressed as a fairy in the middle of the night on an empty street. After finishing, the only thing I could think to do was open my door and throw it under my car. That sobered me up enough to drive myself home, leaving the poo bag behind. Well, you know what? That could be anyone's shit bag. It, it could be on a city street there's bloody li- there's always there's i always see a bottle of lucasade full of piss constantly on every street corner it's, where it's I not live. an asda bag full of shit mate so. no it's not an asda bag full of shit <laughs> that is definitely next level to your lucasade have you ever shit in a car have you ever done anything like that have you weed or shit in a car oh yeah definitely pissed but like i said you know i've i've been a heavy pisser from quite a young age nearly shit myself nearly shit myself multiple occasions which i've previously said but never Never followed through with that. I have done a very disastrous motorway wee into one of the kids' nappies because we were stuck on the motorway with absolutely nowhere to go. Oh, my God. Did that not feel like the most amazing relief ever when you pissed, though? Well, I'm, I, you know, I've done it more than once. I, I, I've got to I've admit never pissed that. the kids' nappies. That's genius. I know, but mate, they aren't designed to hold a woman's bladder. Oh, urine. No. Okay. So what happens is that you're like the first time you do it, like, hey, I'm a fucking genius. I'm pissing <laughs> into this nappy, and then you're like, oh no, wait a minute, it's getting pretty far. Oh my god, it's so massive. Oh my god, this piss everywhere. Get me another nappy. <laughs> yeah, it very quickly escalates into like this was an excellent idea until this was. Um, so that car the upholstery on that car that we had at the time was completely ruined annihilated (laughs) had to hand that back mate tried to get our deposit back wouldn't give it to us oh it was a hire car yeah it was like you know hire purchase thing so you give it back at the end 
or pay wow, for it. Wow, and you're like, that's staying there, that's me, that's all <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not me. fucking pay for that car, I'm fucking pissed yeah. all over it, mate. You, you know who you want to go up, you will give me my deposit back and you're going to go after fucking Pampers for not making a nappy that is designed for a woman to piss in it. <laughs> I literally think at the end of that, we got the bill expecting to have like a thousand pounds back and they were like, you owe us 250 pounds. Because this is a shit bit. <laughs> I'm so bad with a car. I'm generally really quite clean, but the car is like, that's my dirty place. Oh, mate, my car is vile. I, ha- I don't care. I'm like, whatever, I mate. have two children and a fucking dog. Yeah, mine smells like I've got a dog. I don't. It's just vile. It, it literally looks like someone's walked shit up the upholstery. And my dog did genuinely shit yeah, in the back your, of my car. Your dog did do it. You know, <laughs> a car shit. That was the best thing I've ever seen. The story of my fucking life: who's shit, or who's sh- who's farted, or who's pissed. Now, when I do a fart, Edith goes fart. <laughs> oh, that's cute. <laughs> oh my god, she's such a madam. I'm scared of her. You should she's, be. Mate, such she's a having full on tantrums. She's only twenty months old, and they are. I've never seen anything like it. Oliver was not like that. He used to have like you know, he'd have a bit of a tantrum, but she, she start. <laughs> Rob was watching telly with her today and he he changed the channel and put something on that she didn't want and she slapped him around the face. Yeah. (laughs) Bitch, move! Give me that fucking remote! Absolute nightmare. So I'm really looking forward to two weeks off with them. You should. You should. And, you know, it's just a real memorable time that you get to that point in your life where you go, I'm going to make a toboggan down the stairs with two mattresses just so that they have something to fucking do. And they stop complaining. And they stop complaining for all of two seconds. And then as soon as the fun is over, they go, what are we going to do now? You're going to fucking sit down and be quiet because mummy's absolutely had it. That's what you're going to do. But Steve's going to be off, isn't he? So Steve will be off as you listen to this and he's not back to the 4th of January. (gasps) When's Rob back? Um, I think he, I think he's the same. He's off from Christmas Eve and he's taken quite a lot of time off. So it's going to be nice. So we'll be all be around. And Family time. Isn't it precious? Um, I think that potentially brings us to the end of this lovely episode. It does, mate. The, the end of, and I just want to take this perfect opportunity whether it makes a final cut, because it's going to be a bit coming. But thank you so much for making this happen. Because without you, this podcast wouldn't exist. Granted, it wouldn't happen without me either. So I'm just going to pump myself up there. But um, I, I just like, want who to... are you talking to? Are you talking to me? Talking or are you talking to, to the audience? You're talking to talking me. To you. Oh, because the audience are, although the audience, we always thank the audience, but I've never thanked you. So I just want to say thank you so much for making this happen. I would oh. not want to have done this journey with anybody else but you. No, for me, just us doing this podcast has been my highlight of 2020, for sure. Amongst all of the shit, this has been the little shining beacon that's just kept me going. And, you know, coming on here and chatting bollocks to you is just... I felt shit before I came on today. And, you know, now I'm like, I'm on top of the world. I'm going to go finish off that battle of rosé. And, um... (laughs) You're yeah, I I I love coming on here every week and and speaking to you. You fill my life with joy, Laura. And mine. And that's the thing that I want to get across to all of our listeners that listen in every single week is that this is just as important to us as it is you guys. So we wouldn't be here without each other, but we also wouldn't be here without you guys. And sending in your absolutely fucking honest to God, God, some of the funniest stories I've ever heard in my entire life. 
Yeah, it's been immense. It's been a journey. And it's only the beginning because we've only been doing it for, is it six months? Is it something like uh, that? I'm not sure, yeah. I feel like it was June we started doing this. So, uh, But for, for next year, I just hope for a lot more of what we've already had. Absolutely. So keep sending in your stories. Um, yeah. We laugh them. You can email them to noholdsbarpodcast at gmail.com. Or what else can you do, Laura? Well, the other thing they could do, Victoria, is they can go on over to No Holds Barred Podcast on Instagram and slide on into our DMs. And um, I guess next time we'll see you, it'll be 2021. Isn't that mad? I know. And we'll still be in tier four and life well, will still be yeah. shit. So, yeah. so much Yay. to look forward to, guys. Way. Remember that like positive mental attitude that I told you to always <laughs> go for and find with Vic. Just I've just, guaranteed. just as I shat on that toilet seat, I have just shat on all of your dreams. You shat on everyone's faces, basically, <laughs> with that little nugget of joy. Last week, it was about the fucking butchers and the... Like, yeah. Dad screaming animals and this week it's oh yeah 2021's going to be fucking shit as well don't worry guys <laughs> but we're in it together and that's we're the in it together. Thing. we're in this shit show together <laughs> we are and just one last time for this year please will you rate, rate and, and subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, you can leave a review on iTunes um, if you if you so fancy. You've had some lovely ones. Yeah. So thanks for those. And uh, yeah, guess that's it then. Yeah, that's this is this is it. Goodbye, 2020. You've been a cunt. Goodbye, you fucking wanker. Well, <laughs> we will see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Ta ra. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip <laughs> off. <laughs> to be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.